Hi, and welcome to Comchurch Talks. This is our sermon of the day. We pray that it will be a real blessing to you. I know you'll be encouraged, challenged, and uplifted by the talk that you're about to hear. My adrenaline is going this morning, church, to preach on the resurrection morning to me is amazing. He is alive. He is not dead. The same power. You know, he overcame the great, everything that speaks about death in our lives this morning, he has defeated. Come on, he has defeated it this morning. There's no death for us. There's no death for us as the people of God this morning. We are, because he lives, we shall live also. Hallelujah. And I'm going to speak this morning on the same power. If you read... Um, if you read if Romans, um, Romans 11, I think it's coming up on this, the screen, the first one. If the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells, the same spirit, he who raised Christ from the dead will also quicken your mortal bodies. Your body this morning should be quickened because Christ rose from the dead. It doesn't matter what we're feeling this morning. It doesn't matter what our bodies are saying this morning. If that same spirit that's in us dwells in us and he quickens our body, then 1 Corinthians 8, by the power, by the same power God raised the Lord from the dead, he will raise you also. Thank you, Lord. It doesn't matter what situation we're in this morning, church. It doesn't matter how we're feeling. He, if that power is in us this morning, he will raise us above our circumstances. He will raise us above our diseases. He will raise us above all the things that the enemy and this world throws at us. That same power dwells in us this morning. In Ephesians, it says... According to the power that is at work within us. That if we've received Jesus as our Lord and Saviour this morning, that same power is working within us this morning. We don't have to pray for more power. We don't have to pray this morning for God to send down his power. It's already within us. Can you say thank you, Lord? The power to overcome everything that's in your life this morning. God's power can overcome it. I'm, we wouldn't be here this morning. We would not be here. Many of us would not be here this morning if this same power hadn't worked in our situation. And so we're going to look the same. And then we sing the song, the same power lives in us. Is the power of God living in you this morning? You might be visiting. You might think, what a crazy church. Well, I like belonging to a crazy church. I like craziness. I, want, I don't want religion this morning. Religion isn't risen. Religion is dead. But our experience in the Lord, our walk with the Lord is powerful this morning. That same power lives in us. We're going to look this morning at what is that resurrection power? What was the res resurrection power that raised Jesus on the third day um, from the dead? What was that? You know, God is a practical God. Do you know, he's spiritual, but I love him because he's practical. He's got his feet. He kept his feet on the ground and he's a practical God, a practical saviour. So what happened between the cross? He died on the cross and then they laid him in the tomb. 
And apparently, we, be, we know that on the third day, he rose up. But what happened? Do you know, the cross and the resurrection are not two separate events. They're one event. Julian spoke on Friday, and he touched on this, and he said, the power of the resurrection was in the cross. The power of the resurrection was in the cross. The, on the, the cross and the resurrection was one event. Jesus was not in act, inactivity. They didn't just take him down. He fought um, um, the biggest battle on that cross and they took him down. They put him in the grave. What happened between then? He wasn't just lying as a dead body for the third day, but he wasn't inactive because when they took him from the cross, we know that he went, he won the biggest battle that has ever been fought in this world, ever in its history, and will ever be fought. He won the battle against the power of evil and the power of good. And so he, he actually fought, about, he went down into hell, the Bible said. He went down because he had won the battle on the cross for every single one. All our sins, all our iniquities was laid upon him, and he died on that cross for each one of us. But he went down. He won the battle on the cross, but he went down into hell to enforce his authority and to enforce to the devil himself that he was now no ruler anymore over people's lives, only by their um, permission. And he took, it says, the keys from Satan, from hell. He took the keys of death and hell, and he rose, then he rose up from the dead on the third day. So it wasn't just like an electric force that took Jesus. He was lying there. He'd been active enforcing his rulership and his lordship over the powers of darkness. But it says, you know, the powerful thing, the cross and the resurrection is the most powerful event ever to happen in this earth. The, the most powerful thing that, um, that we see from the cross and from the resurrection, the power of the resurrection was the power of love. God's love. And today, God's love by the power of the resurrection is changing people's lives today. It changed it from generation. The power of the resurrection, the power of the resurrection is the power of love. He raised, he, um, he, he, he went to the cross, he rose up and the power, the same power of resurrection was the power of love. And you know, God the power of the resurrection is changing lives today. It changed yours. How many people can say, Amen? The resurrection power of Jesus' love raised me up. I was dead in my sickness, I was dead in my sin, but He raised me up to new life in Jesus through His love. And so I just want, I've invited Martin and Leanne to just come up this morning because the power of the resurrection, the love, of Jesus, the power of his love, of the resurrection is changing lives today. And this year, we've got Martin and Leanne, who just for a couple of minutes are going to share how the resurrection power of the love of Jesus this year has changed their lives. Leanne, let's give them a welcome this morning. It takes a lot of courage to do this. There you go. Tell us when you Okay, so I'm going to go back um, about two and a half, three years ago. We, our family had a lot of traumatic events happen to us all in a short space of time. And 
we were at rock bottom. Um, we tried everything to piece us back together. Our marriage was on the rocks. Um, and I think, well, I know now that Martin had also asked God for help, but I prayed. I wasn't a Christian, but I said, if there is a God, help us. Why are you doing this to us? Help me. Um, yep. So, yeah, at, at times through that, in, in total despair, um, we, I wouldn't go so much to, to say non-Christians, but we were the type of Christians that said, good night, God bless, or bless you when someone sneezes, or in times of despair, if there is a God, guide us, tell us what to do. So we didn't think nothing of it at the time. We carried on sort of fighting to save our marriage, our family. Everything was in total turmoil. Um, and then... The miracle that is our granddaughter, little Ava Grace, was born. Lo and behold, wheels set in motion, and we didn't know at the time, but Brittany and Bradley, as a result of Ava being born, decided to come back to the church, um, which was amazing. But pretty early on, they told us that they were going to have Ava Grace dedicated. Now, for us, um, not being churchgoers or practicing Christians or any, whatever you want to call it, we kind of agreed because it was six or seven months away at the time they talked to us about it and we thought, yeah, things will happen before then, something will change. Um, it didn't and up within about a month of the dedication they carried on talking to us about it and my saving grace came. I got a letter from the Luton and Dunstable Hospital to say my surgery date was through and it was the day before Father's Day last year which was the due day for day, uh, Ava's dedication. So... I said to Brittany and Bradley, unfortunately, go ahead with your plans. I've got to go in for surgery on the Saturday. I'm not going to be available for the Sunday. And if I'm being honest, church, I was relieved. And, and so was Leanne. Um, we didn't feel that we should be here. We had the thought of what's he done for us? Um, why should we put ourselves through that? And Brittany and Bradley kind of went off and said, okay, if you're sure. And then came back a week later after speaking to Sarah and Julian and said, no, we really need you to be there. So time came by and the new date was set and it was September and we was at the point where we thought, we've got to go with this. They've changed their plans and everything, so we need to go along with it. And we did. And we prepared ourselves for the church. We were nervous. It seemed a little bit alien coming into the church. And we came here and... The words that were spoken by Helena at the time were, they just resonated. It was like the whole sermon, it was a dedication. There were several children up here that day and every word that came out of Helena's mouth resonated with us and it was almost like she's got a script up there of our story, something she knows secrets about us. It's coming directly at us. And the music, the music being played again, it was, you know, is this the music they play week in, week out? Because it sounds like it's for us. Um, so overwhelmed by the day, we thought maybe it's the dedication, maybe it's the event and the occasion. Let's give this another try. And Leanne and I came away in the car, said, did you feel something? Because I did. Um, and we came back the next week, and Brittany and Bradley were on holiday, so it was just me and Leanne this time. And we came into church, and we met people and greeted people, and they greeted us. And... What it is, I can't explain, but I, I and Leanne got this overwhelming surge of adrenaline, electricity, whatever you want to call it, but felt like a big blanket of love and joy had just been wrapped around us. 
Now, we can point to several sections, and over the last six months, our 25 years together has been the best six months we've ever had. And that's through the joy of, of Jesus. He's given us this back, and we'll never look back. And it's, it's onwards and upwards and carrying out what he wants us to do. But all our worries are left with Jesus now, and we're excited for the future within the church. Then you know that's the power of God's love this morning. This is what Leanne and Martin have shared this morning. Thank you so much, because that is amazing. I love testimonies. I love testimonies. But that's the, that's the resurrection power of Jesus, is his love. The power of his love. It doesn't matter how low you've fallen, how bad things are. His love reaches down and lifts us up. We're up. We're God's people. God's love is amazing. The, power, the resurrection power, the same power that lives in me, that lives in you, is the power of the resurrection love. This morning, we need to look at ourselves and say, that's how God loves. We see in these testimonies, and there's others here this morning have amazing testimonies. But it says that same power lives in me. The moment I surrender my life to the Lord Jesus, that resurrection power is activated in me. It's in me, but it needs, you know, it's not airy-fairy. It's the power of God's love, resurrection power of his love. Have, have you got love this morning? Have you got those, those of us who have known the Lord for a long time, have, have you moving in that resurrection power of God's love? Is, your, is the love of God manifested in us every day of our lives? Or is it just lip service? Is it just say, yeah, you know, we've got to love. We, we're Christians, we're supposed to love. No, it's the powerful love on the face of the earth. God's love. God spoke last week, didn't he, about the, the power of reconciliation. He can reconcile two opposites together through his, through his power of his love. You know, so this morning, we need to ask ourselves as God's people on the earth, am I, am I expressing that resurrection power of God's life in my life? It's not about coming to church and having a good time and raising our hands and praising God. It's how do we love? You know, they said about the New Testament church, about the Christians in the New Testament, they said, see how these people love. See, because they had the love of Jesus. And so one of the evidences of the resurrection power that dwells in us, that's in us, is that we have the resurrection powering love. We can love the unlovely. We can love those that we don't all naturally gel with. We can love people who we wouldn't normally touch with a barge pole. That's Because God's love is like that. We were alienated. We were in our sins. There was nothing good about us at all. But he loved us in spite of our sin. He loved us. That's what the cross and the resurrection is all about. So that's one, the resurrection power, the same spirit, the same spirit, the same power that raised Christ is the power of love. And we need to ask ourselves this morning, that power of love, is that in me this morning as it should be? Then what's the, another evidence of the resurrection power? of Jesus in our lives, the same power that raised him. It's the power of the spoken word. It's, the, it's powerful. Now, I know people who make 
faith statements, great faith statements, and a lot of it is wishful thinking wrapped up in a spiritual package. But, you know, Jesus spoke the word. He, you know, he said before he went to the cross, he told the Pharisees, he told the religious leaders, he said, you, in, you will take my life, but in three days I will raise it up. You'll kill me, but in three days I will rise again. He said, you will destroy this body, but I will raise it up again. He said, um, he, he said um, that he'd laid down, he said, no man takes my life from me. No man takes my life from me. I lay it down. I have power to lay it down, he said, and I have power to raise it up again. He was sure of the word that he was speaking. And, that's, and he kept his word. He did go to the cross. They did kill him. But on the third day, he rose in resurrection power on the third day. What he said, he did. Whatever Jesus said in his word, he does. He's a promise keeper. God keeps his promises. He said, my son will rise again. And he says that we will rise again. He says, you will not die because I live. You will live also. He'll keep his word. He's a God-keeping word. He spoke his word. He spoke over the situation. You know, one of the greatest um, things that Jesus did was to say that he that cometh unto me, I will in no way cast out. So where you are this morning, if you don't know the Lord, if you're not walking with him this morning, you don't feel good enough. Jesus is keeping his word this morning. He says, whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. Come unto me, all you that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He's a promise keeper. That's the resurrection power of God. That's the power of God. He spoke the word and he fulfilled it. He's a promise keeper. Whatever he's promised you in your life, he will fulfill it. He will fulfill it. It's the power of the spoken word. We stand on God's word. It works. Do you know it works? God's word works. Man, you know, I've got the resurrection power in God. Do you know that on Wednesday, Doug will have gone to glory a year on Wednesday. But you know, the thing was, I've known the resurrection power of God in, my, in, in the spoken word. In my spoken, I know that the word works. It's worked for me. The resurrection power of the spoken word has got me through my first year. Isn't that wonderful? And I've proved it. I've proved it. I've proved it. You know, and, and so back when things happen in our lives, God's word works. It's the resurrection power of the spoken word. Jesus said, I, you, I'm going to go away and I'm coming back. He's coming back, church. As sure as he went, he's coming back because he keeps his word. He keeps, so the power of the resurrection is to love, the power of love. It's the power of the spoken word. And church, the fact is that's what God is looking from his people today, is the power of the spoken word, that we keep our word. When we make promises to him, when we commit to do something, we keep our our word. God is looking for people in the world that keep our promises. The people know that when we say we're going to be there for them, we are. When we say we care, we do. And it's not just words. When we volunteer to do things, we're faithful. We don't leave our options open, you know, but the fact is that we commit to what we say we're going to do. I thank God for people in this church that have committed to take this church to greatness. I thank God for all those who volunteer that are here of the spoken word in that they spoke 
work. They're not coming to come church to just sit on a seat and have the blessing. They've committed to work and to serve God in this place, and they've kept their word. God looks for us to keep our word as he keeps his. We need to be people that keep our word. When we commit, we commit. When we say we'll do something, we there. We don't ring up at the last minute and say, oh, something else has come. I can't come. God says, where's it? I'm a promise keeper. I'm a promise keeper. And he's looking. That's the resurrection power. You know, God's practical. I said that earlier. He's practical. It's not all spiritual. The resurrection power that dwells in me is love. It's the keep being a promise keeper, keeping my word, the spoken word. Do you speak negative over your situation this morning? If we're speaking negative, if we love the Lord, we're speaking negative. We're not speaking the word of God over our lives. You know, we need to be positive. Jesus was positive. When everything was coming against me, he would just say, my father, I, I know my father, this, I come to do the will of my father. And so no matter what was happening to him, the, he was operating, even back then, in the power of the cross, and the, even though it hadn't taken, uh, taken place at that time. And then lastly, the power of the resurrection. This is, this is amazing. This is what Jesus said. The power of the resurrection is completing the work. He completed the work the Father sent him to do. His, his cry from the cross was, it is finished. The power of the resurrection is a completed work. He completed our salvation. He completed the work that he was sent to do. And why does it, in John 17 it says, I have bought... bought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. That was Jesus's words. That was Jesus. I've completed the work, Father. You sent me to take a people out of darkness. Sin had separated them from you, Father. But I came as the Lamb of God and I shed my blood. I went to the cross. I took the sins of the whole world. Upon myself, I fought the biggest battle that's ever been fought, the battle between evil and good, the battle for evil and love. He won that battle and he cried, it is finished. God completed the work. You're a complete work. The resurrection power of God in you and me this morning is that God has completed it. It's completed. Your salvation is completed. And you walk with him. You can't add to it. You can't take away. You'd had nothing to do with it. It was the resurrection power of God completing his work um, in you. And he's working in all of us right now to, com to complete what he's actually doing in us. But our salvation is complete this morning. I want to give him praise. Let's just stand this just quickly. Let's raise and just give him another clap opera in this morning that he he completed, he completed, he completed. It was a complete, that was the power of the resurrection. You may be seated. And so just, you may be seated, we're just going to look. So the question I'm asking myself, the question I want you to ask yourself is where it is the, the evidence of the resurrection power in your life where love is concerned. Do you love like Jesus loves this morning? 
The power of the spoken. What are you speaking over your life this morning? What are you speaking? Are you, like God, a promise keeper? Is the resurrection power of the spoken word activating now in your life? What are you speaking over your own life? What are you speaking over your situation? And then look at the working of the resurrection power for us to complete what God has given us to do. Do you know, he's given us a work, the salvation is complete, but he has given us, his work was to bring many sons to glory. That's our work. That's our work this morning. You know what's on God's heart this morning is the souls of men and women, boys and girls and teenagers this morning. He wants them to know the resurrection of power. Do you know, people are lost. People are lost. You know, there's terrible stories, things that are happening in people's lives. But the resurrection tells us there's hope this morning. There's power in the name of Jesus. And that we have to complete the work that Jesus wants. And that is to go out and make disciples, to win people for Jesus. And the power of the resurrection of his love. The fact that we speak over people's lives and we're, they see in us promise keepers, people who keep their word, people who speak the truth, and also the fact that we complete. It's important to us. What have you started that you haven't completed? What was it that you picked up for God that you ran well with and then you backed off? God is saying this morning that you need, you need to recognize that the power of his resurrection is a completed work. It's not putting your hand to the plow, the Bible says, and turning back. It's completing that which he has given us to do. And he's given every single one of us a purpose for our lives, something to achieve in the world that we move in. The power of the resurrection, the power of the resurrection. I'm excited because April, we're going to go into this month of the power lines and we're going to look at the power, what, break down the power of the resurrection, the power of the Holy Spirit, life, what life in the Spirit means, which results, it results when every person knows what their life in the Spirit is. There can only be one thing that can be the power of the resurrection released in all of our lives to do what we've been called to do. Church, I'm excited, really, really believe that we are on the verge of seeing that. But it's got to be every single one of us operating in the resurrection power. He can't say, well, I'll go to church. You know, it will all happen in church. The devotions that Sarah has done, everything for next month. The prayer group, we've, we've decided every Monday we're going to fast, every Monday through April, just to say, God, just come and make the resurrection power in every one of our lives. Just release it. No, let us release it in ourselves. Let's just come. We're going to sing. If the musicians want to come back, life, the resurrection. And I want you to stand before the Lord right now. Can you all stand? Everyone stand and say, if the same, it's the same power. Just say it right now. It's the same power. Can you speak it out? It's the same power that raised Christ from the dead. It lives in me. It's the same power. Come on, church. It's the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in me. Lives in me. If you're here this morning and you can't say that, you can't say no, but I want this. I want God's power in me. I need God's power in my life. 
I need to know him as my saviour. I need to know his love. I need to know that he's, he's completing a work. He's got a completed work for me. And open myself in for the manifestation of God's power to change. We heard the testimony of Leanne and Martin this morning. It's changed their lives and it's changing them. Has their circumstances changed overnight? I'm sure there are still areas that they're having to work through. But they have the power of God, the resurrection power now in their lives. That's why we're here this morning. Many of us would not be here this morning with things that have hit us in life. And yet we're here because of what? The resurrection power. The resurrection power is working within us, each one of us. Thank you, Lord. Thanks for listening to Comchurch Talks. We'd love to hear from you and you're welcome to any of our Sunday services or midweek comms. For more information or to contact us, please visit www.comchurch.org.uk or find us on Facebook. God bless. God bless.